What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Aces High here with you. It's a Monday. Coming off a fantastic weekend of sports. Gotta love it. I'm here with Mr. Hardways. Mike, how you doing, Hardways? Hardways, I'm doing great. It was a bounce back weekend for me. It was great for SBI in general. All in all, I'd say it was a pretty successful sports betting weekend, among other things. How was your weekend? Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, anybody that listens to this program knows it was fantastic. I was a bit angry with Army. I lost my college football rundown pick and wasn't happy about that. I know you won yours. But other than that, almost every bet came to the push on Oregon. So it was a fantastic weekend. I got to love paying the bills with college football season. I love. I just love how we talked about it on, on our Thursday night preview that <laughs> I said the game would come down to the last-second field goal, and it did, just not the way that I thought, with Oregon missing that last-second field goal. But the, uh, every once in a while, the bookmakers get it right on the money. And in this one, with Washington minus three against Oregon, they got it right in the money. But we will touch on that in our NCAA football segment. Let's start with baseball, and we have to start with the bad news, which is the Braves are out of the playoffs now how are you feeling probably not great not that great i mean it's there's only there's the national league does not exist to me anymore i'll tell you one thing the phillies they are dead to me i hated them before this series i hated them last year i hated them the year before i hate them even more now taking down the braves and in pretty good fashion i must say yeah that was that was surprising to say the least i mean the phillies do show up in the postseason so it's tough to Tough to take anything away from what they're doing, but they end up winning that series three games to one. So the Phillies move on and they face, they start today night, they play the Diamondbacks, which is, I think, the biggest surprise across MLB postseason. Now, I had money on the Rangers, I had money on the Astros, and I had money on the Diamondbacks, believe it or not. So yesterday, I threw a little bit on the Phillies just to even things out. So for me, the Astros is where my big money is. And then start beyond that, the Diamondbacks, I'm cheering for. I don't want to cheer for the Phillies. I don't like the Phillies personally, but... You know, now I, I had to make a little smart business decision there in order to make sure that I made some money depending on who wins the World Series. But beyond that, the other series that closed out was the Astros and the Twins. As I mentioned, the Astros moved on versus the Twins, three games to one. And then this one, as I, I said, with the Astro or the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks sweeping the Dodgers. What do we, how, how do we even process that? Uh, we don't. I mean, this is not what I expected. If you would have told me who's going to be, you know, in the NLCS championship, I, I would not have said Diamondbacks Phillies, not, not a chance in hell. I would have guessed that Diamondbacks though. They came through with it. Dodgers had had an up and down season and it was a well-deserved win in the series there for the Arizona baseball team. Well, moving on, we have two games today. We've got an afternoon game, which is the game two of the Rangers and the Astros last night. The, As- the Rangers blanked the Astros two to nothing. It was a couple of home runs there for the Rangers, Jonah Heim and Leody Tavares. Both hit single shots, so they win two to nothing. That game, that series is now one game to nothing. That we got game two today. So let's pull up our MLB today page, see what we got here. We've got Framber Valdez on the mound, and I'm taking this directly from SB Intel's MLB Today page, which is available to all subscribers. We've got Framber Valdez on the mound for the Astros, and we've got Nathan Avaldi on the mound for the Rangers. Right now, let's pull up the game boards and see what we have for lines at this while i pull it up have you looked at this game at all i haven't i mean you got a texas rangers baseball team that hasn't lost a goddamn game in the playoffs and you're plus money on them i mean i i don't want to bet this game i'm going to stay away from it but if you are betting this game please let me know on twitter let me know on discord let me know wherever we're everywhere out there sbi is everywhere 
Let Aces know why you're betting the Astros in this one to take down an undefeated, a hot Rangers baseball team. I'd love to hear it. I'd be surprised about that one. Now, the best line that I'm seeing is the Rangers plus 105 over on Caesars Sportsbook. You can also get plus 104 on FanDuel. If you want to take the Astros and back Framber Valdez, that is minus 115 on Bet Rivers. So that is the best line across the board there. I don't know. This one's tough. As you mentioned, the Rangers have not lost a game in the playoffs. They swept both series so far, and they have a, a one-game lead over the Astros. But the Astros are at home. They're the favorite. This is a Remember, this is a seven-game series, so the Astros do have to win four of these games. I don't think they're sweeping the Astros at all. I'm thinking this one goes six or seven games. I'm not sure who's going to pull out of this series. The Rangers are just super hot right now. And it's just what's, I think, one of the biggest surprises of this postseason is just how quiet some of these bats have been. We've had some low-scoring games, and we've had some power offenses that just haven't come through. But beyond that, let's go over to the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. That is game one. The Phillies do have home field advantage, so they are starting out in Philadelphia tonight. And the Phillies are the favorites in this. So we've got Zach Wheeler on the mound. No surprise there for the Phillies. But we do also have Zach Gallon on the mound for the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks plus 148 on the money line. This is courtesy of our game board, our money line game board for Major League Baseball. That's over on Bet Rivers. You can also get plus 140 a bunch of places. And then the Phillies, minus 164 over on FanDuel. It's got a slight edge to the minus 165 on Caesars and Bet MGM. Where are you going with your money on this one, Aces? I don't know. I hate to say that. I'm going to be sitting out both games, you know, here on the when we get in the the uh, league championships, but I, I think I am. I'm going to be sitting out both games. I don't know where to go on this one. The big thing about it, obviously, is the line moving open around plus 118 for the Diamondbacks. Now you're getting that big plus 148 number. I mean, it's kind of enticing. I do want to bet it against the Phillies. Actually, I'm going to stop mentioning their name. They are no longer the Phillies. They are an unnamed baseball team because I, <laughs> I hate them that much. Actually, I don't want to get too far off topic. I saw this thing. I don't know. Even I think my wife said it to me, but in college, there was this base or softball team. They, they made their team name no games scheduled. So anytime that anytime they would play a game, the opponents would see no games scheduled on their schedule. They wouldn't show up and they won the league by default that's, because of so many forfeit wins. But I found that hilarious. But I funny. think that's what we're going to, we're going to do that with the Phillies. They're, they're just like no game scheduled. They're a nobody to me. I don't know. I, I'm not going to bet this one. I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah. You might have to go into the code there uh, of our website and just change it. So whenever it says Phillies, it actually says <laughs> no game scheduled. So the Diamondbacks win by default so that's what we have i kind of like the diamondbacks in this one i like what zach gallon has done this year certainly wheeler's no no slouch and the phillies do show up in the postseason but plus money odds on the diamondbacks i kind of like that i'm going to be keeping an eye on this line moving if it gets above 155 i'll probably throw down on the diamondbacks but that's it two games today tomorrow we will have game two of the nlcs that'll be at 707 and then wednesday we'll have game three of the ALCS. Moving on though, NHL, we've got the Blackhawks tonight, the Maple Leafs, massive, massive favorites. Let's pull it up, but just real quick, it looks like it's around minus 350. So <laughs> you're back in the Blackhawks, they're one and two right now. I mean, I I might. You, you see what happened to the Canes yesterday? Is that minus 300 favorite? They just, they just got dropped. I was got rather demolished. I mean, I was rather angry about that. So it's not to say it's hockey, you know, uh, plus 260 team there or plus 280, I think is the best line over there on that MGM for the Hawks. They can win that, that hockey game. You know, the Maple Leafs, they are not God. They dropped games. They dropped a couple games in the playoffs last year. So I don't know. I'm going to bet the Blackhawks on this one. You know, we are hot. The first opening NHL game last week, we were talking about take the Hawks and we came in hot on that. 
Gotta love it. I don't think I'm going to do the same thing with this one against the Leafs tonight. No, you don't think so? I mean, it's plus 280 over on BetMGM. Now, they won't take my money, so I'll have to look elsewhere. Caesars got plus 275. DraftKings, they won't take your money. They've got 275 as well. If you do want to back the Maple Leafs, you can get it. Now, a lot of places has it minus 350. Bet Rivers minus 335, so that's not bad there, but I cannot lay 335 on a team. Plus, the Maple Leafs have broken my heart more than once. I might sprinkle a little bit on the Blackhawks, just an emotional bet for me. I'm not saying that this is a smart bet by any stretch, but I, I, I've got this personal philosophy. I'll never take an NHL team that's above minus 250. That is just insane to me. When you're talking about the way the puck bounces and everything, like I just don't see – yes, a good team's going to win more often than not, but three and a half times more often than the Blackhawks, if you were to play this game out 100 times, I just don't know that to be the case. We do have a bunch of other games. Going on tonight, one game that the real Jay Z is probably interested in is the Washington Capitals and the Calgary Flames. The Capitals are at home. They are currently 0-1. Flames are 1-1. Flames minus 125, though. They're the favorite. You can get that on PointsBet and Caesars and BetMGM if you want to back the Capitals. Plus 110 over on DraftKings. Any other games that you want to touch on? We do have a small slate, only five NHL games tonight. No, the Panthers-Devils, I guess, is the only game that really intrigues me. It's the late one tonight. I just kind of like the plus 150 line. You can get it on most of the sports books, but I like the Panthers maybe to take down the Devils here. I like to bet the dogs in the NHL. I'm looking for my spot to bet a dog. You know, the Devils, were, we're in the second week of NHL. We don't know anything about the teams. I think it's a fairly even matchup. I'll probably look to lay that 150. Right now you can get it on Caesars, MGM, FanDuel. Just don't bet it on points bet. Man, do I love to say that because <laughs> another team that doesn't take my money and I hate them, but Plus 150 number on that Panthers. That's probably where I'll be looking in the NHL tonight. That's not a bad spot. Plus 150 over on Caesars. You can get it at a bunch of places, as you mentioned there. I do want to mention Connor Bedard, our our golden child here. He does have a goal on the season, which is great. He's also got a couple of assists. So we are hoping that this kid continues to trend and he turns this franchise around. Small slate, as I mentioned. We do have a bigger slate the rest of this week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, Wednesday is a pretty small slate. So let's move on. I'm going to touch on NFL real quick, so feel free to tune out for just a minute. But the people do request it, and we had a great (laughs) weekend with our Beating the Odds segment on the Professional Fanatics podcast. As you remember, I am a guest star on that segment every Friday night. This week, I took three player pops. I tried to shake it up. I went 0-1-1, or 0-2-1 the previous week. This week, 2-1 to bounce back, so it looks like I'm back in the lead on that one. Took three player props, one of which... Did not come in because the Bears starting quarterback got hurt. They couldn't make anything happen. But we had a bunch of upsets in the league this week. Most notably, the 49ers on the road were taken down by the Browns. The 49ers had a couple of injuries, but they could not get it done. Only 17 points. And the Browns with a backup quarterback, they went 19-17. to 17. And then the Jets beating the Eagles. I, I, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Zach Wilson kind of the joke of the AFC. He leads his team to a victory over the Eagles. Now the Eagles were on the road. They're five and one, but 20 to 14 Eagles second half looked miserable. So now the Lions are the class of the NFC along with the Eagles. Very surprising. And then last night, the bills just eke out a win. If you saw our social media, we posted about the very last play of the game, whether or not it was pass interference. Our team has been debating it internally. It's been a big point of discussion. Some say yes, some say let them play, but they the Bills end up holding on to that one. 14-9. to nine. The Bills do not look the same this year. A Giants team that's been giving up a ton of points. They could not get it done, or the Bills could not cover that spread, that massive 15.5-point spread against the Giants. They do not look the same. We do have one game left tonight. I'm going to pull up the game board 
for the NFL here real quick. We've got the Cowboys and the Chargers. Cowboys are on the road, so it's in L.A. It's at SoFi Stadium. And the Cowboys, believe it or not, after that drubbing by San Francisco last week, they are still the favorite in this one. The spread is minus one and a half. Cowboys minus 122 on the money line. That's at best bets at best. That's the best over at Bet Rivers. And then Chargers plus 110 if you want to back Justin Herbert. And the Chargers, you can get that on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to pull up the spread of the over-under on this one because I'm very interested in that. That Dallas defense is very good, but that Chargers offense is very, very good. So we've got over-under 49 and a half. It's shaded to the over there. That's over on DraftKings. Or over 50. You can get that at a bunch of places. Will you be watching the game? Tonight, is there anything else that you might be having? I mean, you've got you you've got the Blackhawks on aces, but any any interest in watching this game tonight? Watching America's team, the Cowboys. Are you paying attention, Ron? No, <laughs> I'll just say that. No, I didn't. I didn't watch any games. Actually, I was watching the uh, Iowa girls college basketball game. Fantastic win by the Hawkeyes out there in Kinnick Field. Yes, they played outside, so that's what I was watching yesterday. Today, I will not be watching that. Probably be watching the Blackhawks game. Probably be watching. Couple other games, depending where I put my money. Definitely that Panthers game if I do put money on there. But no, sir, I will not be watching this. I do. I am looking over here at sportsbettingintel.com. I'm looking at our game breakdown. The totals number you were mentioning is they look pretty consistent for those totals across all the books. When you look at the money line, there's a little bit of a discrepancy on the money lines. You can get pretty close to our SBI fair line value on both sides. LA Chargers, you want plus 110, you get over there on DraftKings. Close to our plus 115 fair line. You want the Cowboys over there on Bet Rivers, minus 122 on the money line. Pretty close to our minus 115 on the SBI fair line. So we're pretty close on that synthetic. You know, it's not exactly a no hold, but we're getting there. You want your side, you know, make sure you're picking your right book in this game. 100%. That's great advice. Go over to our game page and you can see that just very clearly what we are looking at with this game. I personally am not going to be playing too much on this game. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like the coach. I don't like their quarterback, but I'm, I'm not going to bet against them just out of spite. So we'll see what the money line movement looks like that over under 49 and a half, 50, 50 and a half. That's really tough right there. Again, that Cowboys defense is really good. So I'm not sure where my money will be going on this one. I'll definitely be watching the game. Hopefully it's a good primetime. Primetime games have been really hit and miss this year so hopefully we get a good one tonight there that's at 7 15 p.m and we'll watch the manning cast as well but we do have another sport and we covered the pac-12 quite a bit this past week let's go dive into that oregon washington game you you must have watched that yeah i did watch that football game most of it anyways i didn't catch the whole thing but i mean washington beat them and they they beat them straight up they were at home which gives oregon ducks a little bit of a Hey, you know, not exactly a hundred percent fair game, but I think from watching that football game, I, th- I think Washington is the better football team. I a hundred percent agree. I do think Bonix is the better quarterback still, but Michael Penix definitely punched his ticket to New York for the Heisman conversation. Another big surprise was the just absolute drubbing that Notre Dame put on USC this weekend. I, I say what you will about no defense, but. Yeah, that Caleb Williams also looked just really bad for a large chunk of that game. What are your thoughts about Caleb Williams and that USC team going forward? I mean, we, I mentioned it last week, and I was big on USC at the beginning of the season. And then last week, I kind of turned the page after watching them play Arizona or catching the highlights of it, I should say. And I really turned my thinking on USC. 
And luckily I did before this Notre Dame game because Notre Dame, what a bet that was. Fantastic bet. Covered any alternate you picked probably across the board if you picked an alternate. I mean, Notre Dame made USC look like a a, a piss-poor football team, really. They didn't deserve to be on that field with the Irish. And the funny thing is the Irish have two losses on the season. Again, one is to Ohio State, but that was a really close one-point game. The other one, though, is to Louisville. So, you know, they lose to Louisville, and then they come back and crush USC. It hurts, and I think it went out in the our email there. It hurts the Pac-12. It hurts USC. It, I mean, it's it's not a good show for USC by any means. No, I, I think the big conversation this year is going to be that college football playoff because you've got the SEC, which is just kind of eating each other, just how the Pac-12 used to be, and the Pac-12 is notorious for ruining each other's playoff chances. So, I mean, you had – Texas losing to Oklahoma. Texas was five and zero coming into that number three in the nation. They lost to Oklahoma. Is now six and zero. You got to figure they're going to jump in the ranking significantly. You've got uh, Ohio State that beats a Maryland team, a pretty good Maryland team, a good defense on that Maryland team there. And then yeah, you got Michigan just absolutely running away with it as well. So I can easily see two Big Ten teams getting into the playoffs this year. The the Big Ten is probably the class of college football this year. I mean, change my mind. Like the SEC is just, they're good, but they're inconsistent. The Pac-12, uh, no defense across the board. Is there a better conference in the SEC? I mean, yeah, you got Florida State in there and everything like over in the ACC, but yeah, is there a better conference right now than the Pac-12 or the Big Ten? Top to bottom, you could maybe make an argument. I wouldn't. I would still take the Big Ten, but top heavy? No, absolutely not. There is no argument. There's a better team or a better conference than the Big Ten. I mean, just go over and look. Did you? I don't know if you saw this, but on the Futures to win the national championship, Michigan jumped Georgia. They are now the chalk, plus 270 to win the national championship. Then we got Georgia, plus 290. Then we got Ohio State, plus 800. I mean, two of the top three teams. You want to go to top five? Well, let's go to top six. You got Penn State in there too, and that's kind of where I put my bet. I'll save it for the college football preview show that we do on Thursday. But what I will say is, I'm not betting Ohio. I'm not, not betting Ohio State to lose this football game. If I want to go that way, I'm looking Penn State to win the national championship because they're an extremely good football team. They beat Ohio State. I like that plus 1200 over the individual game. But as far as the question you asked me, top heavy, absolutely no argument. Big Ten is the best conference this year. Yeah, and just to clarify, I was looking back at Week Six's line or Week Six's results for some of these. Ohio State did manage to run away against Purdue this past week. And I mentioned Michigan as well. So just to clarify, I was looking back on a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, I would agree with you. I think the the Big Ten is by far the best. And in fact, you've got Georgia now who's and you had the, a lot of their offense centers around that amazing tight end in Brock Bowers who suffered an ankle injury. Could be out for multiple weeks here. You've got that. So we don't know what their offense looks like without him. Are they going to struggle? as well so yeah we'll we'll see what's going on we do have games tomorrow as well so we are recording this on monday we've got three games tomorrow the interesting thing is the the mac we used to love mac play right tuesday night action big scores tuesday wednesday nights thursday nights the mac has been a little suspect this year when it comes to scoring but we've had the other teams picking it up on Tuesday night. So we got Middle Tennessee and Liberty. Liberty has just been absolutely on fire this year. Western Kentucky and Jacksonville State, Southern Miss and South Alabama. And then we've got Wednesday night games and we've got Thursday night games. So this is something that we'll be keeping our very close eye on as we get into more and more of the college football season. Before we close it out, though, I do have to ask, did you stay up to watch Colorado and Stanford? Because 
My goodness, <laughs> what a game. I mean, that I didn't watch the whole game, no, but I we talked about that one and we were pretty heavy on that's part of the reason it was such a great week. You know, I put a little bit, like I mentioned, a little bit on Stanford to win outright, which is just a fantastic number. And then we took them on the spread too, which we mentioned on their podcast, that Thursday college football special. It's nothing that really surprised me. Again, go back and listen to what we talked about last Thursday. They're Colorado's a football team until they prove you shouldn't. You just keep fading them because they're going to continue to shoot themselves in the foot. I, I don't, that hype early season obviously has worn off. <laughs> I still chuckle about beginning of the season when people are saying they're a national championship team. That's clearly no longer the case. We'll even see if they get bowl eligible in the season. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see Colorado continue to struggle throughout the rest of the year. I watched that entire game. I was mesmerized. I could not turn away. It's just how poorly Colorado played in the second half, especially on defense. They went into the halftime up 29 to zero. It was over. I should have put more on it. You know, we, we took, we talked about it on our Thursday night breakdown, NCAA week seven breakdown. We, we took the Stanford money line. I should have taken, I think it was as high as plus 4,800 at one point. I could have been higher than that. I, I should have put more on it. Stanford just absolutely coming out dominant in the second half and it goes to overtime. I did think that Lanning made a, a poor decision by not going for two when they, when they tied it up in overtime, but didn't didn't matter for them because they went in second overtime with a field goal. So that'd be it for us. Now I do want to mention we are you know we do quite a bit on this podcast and then our Thursday night podcast and then we've got the Friday night guest spot over on the beating the odds segment of the Professional Fanatics podcast. So tune in to all three so you can get more great information like this, more picks. We're starting to point this out on our social media that this is where you want to be. You want to make sure that you're tuning in because we have we're, we're piecing this all together. There's a ton of sports going on right now. We've got NBA starting very, very shortly. But NCAA football, we are heavy into that. NFL, college is big. College basketball is coming up. So lots of stuff coming up. Aces, anything that you want to touch on before we close it out for the day? We've got week eight, as I mentioned, with NCAA football coming up starting tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Absolutely. One thing I want to bring up, and I didn't talk about it when we did NHL, but I want to tell people FanDuel put up this new thing. It's first period, last goal score. Second period, first goal score. Second period, last goal score. score. Third period, four, first goal score. You can get where I'm going with this. I was looking at the lines yesterday, and some of them were absolutely terrible. I'm talking about, I ran it through my model. It's hard, and I always recommend new people that are betting, do not bet a line unless there's another side to it. So if it's just a yes bet without the no side, don't bet it, because you can't tell how much juice is on that unless you have modeling software or your own modeling algorithms. I ran it through my models for NHL. We're talking about on some of these bets, 25% juice. I mean, it's it's just insane. I recommend, unless you know exactly what you're doing, stay away from these new things. First period, last goal score, second period, first goal score, and on until you can get a good grasp of what they are or until they bring that juice down. It was, it was just insane to me, and I wanted to bring that up for the people that are listening. Uh, that's great advice, Aces. I did not see that, but yeah, 25% juice is just out of control and they can do that because they're they're looking at casual gamblers who don't see the other side and that's why they offer one-way lines you know you might see people online calculating whether this is fair value that's fair value but they're looking at one-way lines and they're assuming seven ten percent juice like how can you assume seven or ten percent juice on a line that has to be massively juiced when they can offer one way and they don't have to take any liability on the other side so it's tempting to jump in and try to Put those props into your in your bet slips, but I think yeah, just staying away from that stuff altogether. Unless you have a good grasp 
on that market is the best advice. Thank you for bringing that up, Aces. Absolutely. So that'll be it for us today. It is Monday. As I mentioned, we have baseball tonight. We've got NCAA football. Well, we've got football. We've got NFL tonight. We've got NCAA football starting tomorrow. We've got a lot coming up this week. Tune in on Thursday for our NCAA week eight. Week eight, we are halfway through the regular season for college football. Well, more than that now. College football, our week eight preview. And we'll bring the real Jay-Z in on that. My name is Hardways Mike. As we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely.